Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. It's Monday, May 2nd, 2011. Welcome to another exciting edition of AutoLine Daily. It's hard to believe we're already five months into the year. I'm Sharon Turlip from the Wall Street Journal. Here's what's going on in the automotive business. In case you didn't believe it, here's more proof the auto industry and the economy at large are improving. Chrysler just posted a net income of $116 million for the first quarter of 2011, its first such profit since emerging from bankruptcy in 2009. This is a significant figure. For the same period last year, the company lost $197 million. Chrysler's net revenue for the quarter totaled $13.1 billion, which is up from $9.7 billion in 2010. Look for these numbers to get better if Chrysler's new products are successful in the market and its momentum continues. In related news, Goodyear also had a great first quarter. My paper, The Wall Street Journal, reports the tire maker saw a 27% increase in revenue despite high raw material costs. Net income was nearly $5.5 billion, a record for the company. Its sales were up 7% from Q1 of last year, totaling nearly 47 million tires, which was enough for Goodyear to increase its volume forecast for the year. I guess you could say the company's on a roll, ha. <laughs> GM is increasing its lobbying efforts in Washington. According to the Wall Street Journal, the company spent nearly $3.6 million on lobbying during the first quarter of this year. That's more than twice what it poured out during the period after its 2009 bankruptcy. Right now, it's on pace to shatter the nearly $10 million bucks it spent last year. The company is using the money to voice its opinion on certain industry issues, like the proposed 62-mile-per-gallon fuel economy standard. GM's not alone in the lobbying arena, though. Chrysler ponied up $1 million in Q1, also an increase for that company. Ford will offer the Boss 302 5-liter V8 as a crate engine. According to Autoblog, customers can purchase it through the company's performance parts catalog. The engine cranks out 444 horsepower. Compared to the standard 5.0, it features a new intake manifold, upgraded exhaust valves, CNC machine cylinder heads, and forged internals. So how much will all that extra power cost? Ford Racing lists the price at $12,000. General Motors announced that Buick sales in China have exceeded 3 million units. The company started selling cars in the country back in 1999. Buick says sales have improved thanks to its new strategy of offering vehicles with European-styled suspensions and powertrains as well as American in-vehicle communication systems. Last year, GM and its joint venture partner China SAIC became the first automaker to sell more than a million vehicles in a single year in the country. Recently, we showed you a paper replica of the Audi A7 as an example of unique ways automakers try and get their products noticed. Now it's Fiat's turn. The company just planted 12-foot pear trees in eight different Fiat 500s to participate in New York City's Million Trees NYC project. The cars are lined up on two different streets in the city. Even though the cars will eventually be removed, the trees will stay in their spots. Coming up right after the break, we'll get a few of John's thoughts on Chevy's thrifty new Cruze Eco, so sit tight. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. The Cruze is Chevy's latest and greatest compact car. Not long ago, McElroy spent a week driving the most efficient model in the lineup, and here are a few of his thoughts on it. For the last week, I've been test driving the Chevrolet Cruze Eco. As you probably know, this car is about fuel economy. It's rated at 42 miles per gallon on the highway. 
But the real surprise in the Chevrolet Eco is not the fuel economy, it's what's going on inside. One of the first things that you'll notice as soon as you get in the car is this, this cloth that they put on the instrument panel. I haven't seen that in other cruises and I really like what they've done there. But then what you notice once you get rolling is just how quiet this car is. Surprisingly so and very smooth. Another thing I like about it is this 1.4 liter turbo is very flexible. The, the torque band is really good on this thing. So you can lug it down or, or wind it all out. Of course, this car is not about winding it out. It's about getting good fuel economy. And here we're averaging about 34 miles per gallon. But what's so interesting to me is that typically high fuel economy cars are strippers. They're noisy, they're tinny. This car is nothing like it at all. At $19,000, this is a pretty good bargain. That's a lot of car and many miles per gallon for not much money. It'll be interesting to see how many cruise eco models equipped with the manual transmission Chevy will sell in the U.S. That's the most efficient version of the car, delivering up to 42 miles per gallon, about 5.6 liters per 100 kilometers. I look forward to driving the eco cruise later in the week. And that's it for today's show. Again, I'm Sharon Turlip of the Wall Street Journal. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next time. How does 12 million impressions grab you? Get your advertising message in front of the most engaged automotive consumers in the world. Call me, Stacy Eman, at 586-255-1364.